everybody. Welcome <laughs> to the sixth episode of Testicle Spectacles Wallet and Weed. That's our guest. We have a guest today. I don't know if y'all remember this in the last five episodes, but I, I have had a roommate before, and that roommate and I, we quit our jobs, sold everything we had, <coughs> found us an RV, <coughs> and traveled America, left home with $200 fucking dollars. Everybody, give it up. Did you just show your pants? <laughs> I just got really hard. That's normal for it, Sean. Don't worry <laughs> about that. Give it up for Sean Armstrong, everybody. Hey, it's Sean. No one really knows. God, so it's funny. <laughs> not, does anybody listening? That's what's funny. Every, <laughs> you you like, say everybody. <laughs> it goes from like four to seven plays right now. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> shout out to all the ten people that are listening. Shout out to Zach. You said four to seven, and now it's already at ten? Well, I mean, me, you. I count, so that's seven, eight, nine. I'm going to tell your mom you're on this episode. <laughs> ten. <laughs> My son's on a podcast. And then your mom's going to listen. What is all Yo, shout out to Zach Attack versus the World, Zach Moreland. I was on his podcast two episodes now, the last two episodes, Return of the Josh, uh, The Dobbs Awakens, and I can't remember what the, the two two podcasts ago was, but shout out to Zach. Uh, like I said, today's guest, Sean Armstrong, which Hi. is my old roommate, good friend, and we traveled America together. Yeah, it was kind of cool. We traveled in an RV for a year. Quit our jobs. Yeah. Sold everything we had, or everything that we could sell. We didn't sell everything. Pretty much everything. We there had, was a large amount of our stuff that just was unsellable, I feel we, like. We kept clothes, and I kept some like, shitty knickknacks because I'm a fucking hoarder. Other than that, we, uh... Woo! Yeah. yeah. I like this. It's not bad. Ooh. All right, everybody. That's the intro. Here's our guest. Light up and listen to the sixth episode of Testicle Spectacles Wallet and Weed. So, I'm your host, Josh top, Oldham. Off topic. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, there you go. Off topic, uh, I thought it'd be kind of funny if I was, like, live from the Cherokee studio or something because we were in my Jeep. <laughs> oh, okay, deal. <laughs> I was trying to think of what we could call it. Live from the Cherokee Coliseum. Nah, it's, ain't that big in here. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Cherokee, the Cherokee studio. I don't know. God. Yo, know, we could talk about the travel for sure. Okay. However, last podcast we talked about stand up, and like okay. how I kind of went on like the beginning of when I started and where I started and which clubs I did and the creation of Cloudy with a Chance of Comedy. Stand up. I didn't really go into the drama part of all that bullshit that happened. <laughs> I kind of just exactly. I just went into like, yeah, we're all still friends. I did say on a podcast, like, it wasn't even this podcast, like, two podcasts ago when I was on Zach's, I said, I really haven't talked to those guys in a while, which is, honestly, I forgot I did this, but last year, we, me and Sean met up with Adam Wolf. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yawn, John Verdugo was there. Yeah, John Verdugo was there. Holy shit, I forgot, we ate that, we ate at that Hawaiian place with them. Was it Lauren? Did Lauren show up? Who was the, it was three people, wasn't there? I think it was just you, me, and John. Was it? Was it us four? Yeah, I think it was just four of us. Which was an amazing, yeah, awesome time. I haven't hung out with Adam and John in forever. God, yeah. And me and Adam, man, we were fucking close back then. Oh, squirrel. Oh, squirrel. <laughs> that was a good ADD moment. <laughs> <laughs> there really was a squirrel, though. <laughs> <laughs> However, uh, there was that one time that I was like living in Texas, and this was after you and I already met. Okay. And uh, you came and stayed with... Can I remember you were visiting your brother yeah, and you stayed yep. with me? And then I got yep. you to do stand-up once. And my brother was stationed at Fort Hood in Colleen, Texas. And Josh lived in 
Parker uh, Heights. Parker Heights, right next to Clean Tech. There's yeah, three little 15, towns. Yeah, right there in the same thing. Within a 15 mile highway, I feel like it's just three yeah. towns. So I rode back down to Texas with my brother Brian when he was leaving from leave, going going back after leave, and hung out with Josh for what two weeks, probably. Yeah, if that like or, max, a yeah. week or two, yeah. Um, and he got me to do stand up at uh, Foxhole. Was it Foxhole? Yeah, I don't know what it was called. My dad was pissed after that. I remember that now. Didn't you sing too? Yeah, I sang down there at a couple places. That was at Tanks. I got you to sing. I did. You, I, I got you to do an open mic night at Tanks. And that's then... right. That's right. Because that one guy sang Wagon Wheel with me. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun, dude. Yeah. I remember that. We yeah. have so many memories that I don't. I know this sounds weird, but I don't <sighs> think about them at, at all. Yeah. And then once I have that one little, like domino, it's just like, oh my god, you remember well, that? That was so I much remember, fun. I, I remember that. I remember that comp that doing that stand up really well because I said a joke about my dad. I, my dad. I love my dad to death, but I caught him one time. Eating margarine out of the tub in the fridge with his fingers, <laughs> scooping yeah. it out, and I told that joke at that stand-up thing, and nobody really laughed because there were like four people there anyway. But Dad saw the video, and Dad got pissed that the only thing I like one of the only three jokes I said was about him eating fucking margarine out of the tub with his fingers. <laughs> yeah, uh, he was so mad about that. I remember that was funny as shit. Which was a good time, and you when I did the black-hearted comedy show, which I think I mentioned that last podcast. I oh, did. Oh yeah. I did a my own show basically I put it on created the flyer passed it out made everything like, it was a cool ass show I thought but it was it I think was I explained awesome. this last time it was me Adam Wolf Simply Courtney Simply Courtney Hogan Alcorn and Billy McFarlane yep and Sean was actually the MC that night he hosted the whole event and got Both drunk nights, yeah. two nights Both got nights. drunk and uh yeah I got MC'd hammered for me yeah cause I didn't have a stand up set or anything cause I don't want to do that but I was just like the uh, announcer the whole thing I was kind of nervous, so I got, well, I just like to drink. Mm-hmm. So I got fucking drunk. <laughs> and I remember I joked about that on stage the yep. first night, because you were drunk, and I was like, wow, I got my best friend to be at the MC, and I really should have told him, hey, yo, maybe the MC, sh- MC shouldn't drink at the show. Yeah, I was hammered. You were <laughs> fucked by the, like, the, like, the third comedian. And the, there were five the, of them. the first time I was up there, I had a drink in my hand, and I was spilling it on myself. I was so fucking drunk. I kicked the drink off the second stage. You remember that? Yeah, bro. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's funny. Man, that was a fun ass time. Gosh, I, well, you can't do that shit anymore, though. It pisses me off. You can't. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Yo, throwback to when this is going to be like a, a different story. This isn't really a stand up story. But I, everybody always liked the way you and I kind of met each other. Oh, yeah. Which was I was sitting at home yeah. watching the Blade trilogy. If I'm being honest, like, I specifically remember borrowing that movie and watching Blade 2 when I got the phone call. Did, I think it was you that called me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. So there's a little backstory to this. Yeah, go ahead. When I was in uh, the last few years of high school and the beginning part of college, and right when I first met Josh, my friend Dallas and I were really, really, really big into going to abandoned buildings and collecting things. Now, some people call it stealing. Yeah, it was technically stealing. It was a wrong thing to do. But we would go to these old buildings that nobody had been in years and find these old things and, and try to revitalize them and bring it back to life and we would take some stuff sometimes it just kind of happens but anyway, I, I will it. say it wasn't it wasn't stealing in the sense of like people were using it it was yeah, like we find a bottle that was like sticking out of the ground ex- it would be, we'd go to be like old, oh that's a cool ass bottle yes no one's around here this bottle is like half in the yes. ground yeah, it would be, it'd be old, old that, windows and old bottles and a piece of metal that I found in the dirt in an old barn nothing crazy yeah it's not anyway. like you're not a yeah. thief but well, anyway you are but. anyway <laughs> anyway like it was American Pickers type stuff we just didn't pay for anything we just didn't show up with IDs and yeah yeah cameras. anyway 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 I mean that's how you get caught <laughs> so <laughs> 
Flash forward a little bit, and we're with a guy named Troy, who is Josh's cousin, who is uh, who I actually knew before Josh. But Troy, there's this big old cast iron cloth that I've talked about Troy before too in so. a field. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to go get this, and Dallas and I had been drinking that day, so we were drunk, so we couldn't drive and go anywhere. And Troy usually drove us around when we couldn't get anywhere. But Troy was busy, so he said, yo, call my cousin Josh. He'll do fucking anything. He's down. Two strangers, by the way. My cousin gave my phone number to two intoxicated strangers and, like, who I wanted knew, to steal a bathtub. Like, I knew Josh's name, and I knew Josh's face, but I didn't know Josh at all. I didn't even know you and Troy were cousins. You know, like, we, I'd see yeah, like, like, I passing knew of you in high, high school, school, but I never, exactly. like... Exactly. Like, I remember Josh McConnell telling me stories of you in high school. Yeah, our friend group just didn't really hang out a whole lot. But anyway, yeah. so I called Josh, piss-ass drunk, and basically say, hey... You don't know me, but come help me steal a bathtub. Basically is what, what the conversation boiled down to. And I said, yes. And he said, okay. <laughs> and he came and picked us up. <coughs> Not even going to get the bathtub. We actually, we actually it just... It was plastic. Uh, yeah. We actually just went to, went to it. It wasn't what we thought it was. And we left. It ended up... He just drove us around while we, were, while we were drunk. And I popped your tire. Yeah. And then, and then the next day, you were like, hey, you popped my tire. You would help me fix it. Yeah. And then you fixed it and bought me lunch. Yeah, and I think uh, we never left each other's side. Like after that, we kind of just hung out all the time. <laughs> I, I worked a weird, I worked a weird shift. I was working at Lazy Boy at the time, so I worked like a weird, like two p.m. to one a.m. shift or some shit like that. And so everybody was sleeping when I was out. And so and Josh didn't have a job. Well, or, at first, remember we worked at the same place, but different schedules. So yeah. we'd wave at each other as we crossed. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, I got fired from Lazy Boy. He didn't have a job for a while, so... And I, I literally slept in the living room of this house that you, Troy, and Dallas lived at. And then so we basically... Which coincidentally was my grandma's house. Yeah, she was there, though. Yeah. Her spirit was. No, she, she was, was alive at that point. Papa's spirit was in there. All right, so, different story. <laughs> oh, yeah. Different fucking story. That's how me and Sean met. All right, so... Fast forward to where we're living in... So, we met probably two Hold on, we're gonna, ref- we're, we're gonna refer to this house when we're telling stories as the STD <coughs> house, but to explain that... Oh, STD Sean, Troy, Dallas, STD. STD. And I slept in the living room on a futon. <coughs> and I honestly had a place. I lived with TJ at the time. <coughs> yep. I just always hung out at the at the at the house, basically. So Josh and I met, and then it was probably two or three months past, and then we got the STD house. Mm-hmm. It wasn't very long. We met and like became buddies right before we moved to the STD house. I think. Yeah, it was. It was quick. It was pretty quick afterwards. And then I um, went to Texas for a little bit. Yeah. So when we were moving into the STD house, we had to clean a bunch because Troy's or Josh's grandparent grandparents lived in the house. Yep. Grandpa passed away. Yep. So Grandma had R. to go move. Had to go move. R. I. P. Papa. He's tied in this fucking story. <laughs> Papa comes back around. <laughs> I love it. God damn it. So we're cleaning this house out. Okay. We're getting all the out of their stuff out of the house so we can move in. We're pulling pictures on the wall. Blah 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 blah. Cleaning the house out. I open the. Uh, living room closet and in this living room closet there is a five foot tall at least five to six five to five and a half foot tall full size suit of armor yeah just in the closet and i open the fucking door and i see the suit of armor and there was also some like christmas decorations and some halloween decorations so and you just coats. assume this so is a halloween decoration. i just assumed there was this five foot tall suit of armor yeah. halloween decoration so for a couple minutes, I start playing with it. I'm like dig, moving the arms around and stick my and fingers in spots. Yeah, this isn't like playing like this is like an immature child. Oh like, yeah, be, slapping the ball, like slapping the hay like, thing. I'm pretty sure I probably humped it at one point. Like, I was like, just fucking around just with funny. armor. Yeah, and then and then and then and because nobody's in the room with me at this point, everybody's doing something else. And then I holler out, "Yo, 
what's with this suit of armor? It's fucking cool. And then troll your Josh, one of you hollered back, that's not a suit of armor. You're like, that's Ralph. I'm like, what the fuck is a Ralph? That's Ralph. That's what we keep grandpa in. And it's a fucking urn for Josh's dead grandpa's remains. That thing has been in the family <coughs> for so long. And it's, it's from still, still in the family. It's like from it's, Germany or something, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. They picked it up when they were over in Germany. Yeah, so, like, oh my God, that was like six, 50 years ago Yeah, now. so basically I was dry humping Josh's grandpa's fucking urn. Yeah, which... The closet didn't shut after that. Like, it would literally open. That house, I'm telling you right now. And I'm sorry, Papa. I don't know your Papa it, it was. Ha- it happened to Sean, too. Uh, Robert. Robert. I'm sorry, Robert. I dry humped your fucking thing. More than that, though. Because remember... But that house was haunted. Remember since. the TV that wouldn't cut off? And we'd, we'd go shut it off, and it'd turn back on, and we'd go, yep. Hey, if you don't like Sean, turn it off. And he'd turn it off or something. Yeah, dude. And then there was that time we went to the basement to smoke. Because at first, we didn't smoke through the whole house. We smoked just in the basement. Yeah. And the funeral reef was downstairs. Yep. A black reef. And Sean didn't know about a funeral reef at what the, the time. What the fuck is a funeral reef? And he thought thing. it was another Halloween, Halloween decoration. So you're to... fucking with that, the funeral reef, which is another Papaw thing. Yeah, and then so ever since then, well, I li- we lived in the house for exactly six months pretty much. And ever since me fucking with, uh, dry humping the, the urn and messing with the funeral reef, that house, people would walk around. I hear people walk around the house at nighttime. I hear people talking and shit. Like, things would fall out of counters and cabinets, and I'm telling you, it only happened to me. Yo, just and to, it's because I fuck with Papaws at her. It, well, you remember this. Do you remember smoking upstairs? Because throughout time, we smoked in different spots in the house just to switch it up. Yeah, we had that little room upstairs. Smoked it, yeah. And you would hear walking outside of the door. And there was nobody there. Troy told me he doesn't believe in ghosts. Yeah. And I was like, how do you say that with <coughs> my house, for one, that you lived in? The one across the street from yeah. there. Yeah, that... And then that house, which clear as day had Papal in it, or clear as day had something in it. Yes. And I was like, Troy, we used to smoke in that room and hear someone walk, legit walk, to the door. Yeah. And no one would be there. And he's like, oh, I just don't believe in that stuff. I was like, man, you're weird. Dude, yeah, that house. That was a good house. So we had so much fun in that house. No, we had, I, you and I had fun. Yeah. That house was great because it was, and I'm not complaining to any of my friends if they hear this. I'm not complaining at all anybody at all. Cause but some, there was a rule. Yeah, so what it was, when we got into this house, like I said, it was an STD house. It was three 21-year-old kid dudes doing dirty things, fixing cars, doing hot rod shit. Smoking weed, smoking drinking weed, beer. Drinking that was beer. legit. I'm going to go ahead and say this right now. I think we smoked more weed. No, when we got no. our own place that's and went on the road, yeah. that's different. But yeah. that was like the that was like the start yes. of drinking way too much and yeah. smoking way too much. Yeah. Like, that was like... yeah. But uh, and it was it was cool for like two. We had six months lease. It was lease. It was really cool for like two months because it was us just doing cool hood rat shit all the time, having an incredible time the whole time. And then Troy got back with his ex-wife, and Dallas got a girlfriend. <laughs> I'm not complaining about them <coughs> by any means. Was that six months or? It was two months in. That's what I'm saying. It was. That's what I mean. We're, we had a great. It was fun and bachelor for like two months, and that's when like every weekend you guys would be over. Somebody would be over their party, and you know we'd have a party every weekend. Yep. And that's when Boss, I got inducted Sierra, into like fucking, the family. Yeah, yeah. All that shit. We tased you and all that stuff and everything. Fuck. Jackie. And then they got girlfriends, yeah. and I had to sit in that room and not have any fun because dropped into fucking Texas. Yeah. And so it was the two. It was. Dallas and Troy fucking their significant others in the house all the time with me downstairs crying to myself to sleep because I was lonely. Yep. And then fast forward, because I ended up coming back for a summer, remember? Yep, for a little bit, yep. And I slept in the living room again, and that's when (coughs) my sister and Brian... 
Oh my god! Followed us back. You remember? Followed me back. I forgot about that. And they slept in the parks for a little bit, and then they slept in the living room. God, I forgot about that. Yeah, and that was. Well, we had moved out by that point, didn't I? Didn't you haven't? No, no, you. No. I. And that was the start of. Yeah. Us moving out. Or of, because uh, I think it was right at the end of our leash when all that shit was going down. Because Troy lived in the house by himself for a while. It could be wrong though. I don't fucking remember. It's you and I slept in the living room for that summer. I remember that. I think you were moved out, but you just, you know what I'm saying? Oh, if you were there, you, you were like, oh, I, if I'm here, I might as well sleep here. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it, man. What a Dude, summer. Dude, that was a fun ass time in 16 minutes. That was we just did so much shit that would that whole Yeah. And then we got our own place. Which again was I thought the dopest fucking thing ever. Yeah, once once it turned into our place after my ex moved out, we cause J- Josh and I got a place after my ex and I broke up. Well I had a place with my ex, we broke up, she moved out, so Josh moved in. Coincidentally, just to throw that out there again, everything happens for a reason. Okay. That was my brother and his friend Jeremy, who I consider a brother. Their first apartment. It was the exact same building and everything, yes. Yeah, so. And I didn't know that at first. I remember that. Like, I, when I showed up, I was like, yo, this is TJ's apartment. This is my brother's apartment. This is crazy. Because yeah. I've, I've slept there before. So it yeah. was kind of just like tying in. Yeah. And that was a cool place. It was dirty. Yeah. That was really cool. We had a lot of fun there, though. I thought it was funny. I don't, I'm not throwing your business out there, but I thought it was funny. Like, when we first moved in, uh-huh. I was, like, hanging up movie posters and stuff like that, and you came out with, like, a Harley, like, one Harley plaque. You're like, hey, can I hang up this? Yeah, yeah. Can I, can I hang up this, like, right over here? I'll just have this wall. And I was like, bro, I don't give a fuck what you hang up <laughs> anywhere at all. Literally hang anything I, the fuck up I'd, ever. I'd ask permission. And then, <laughs> if, fast forward to where you're comfortable, and legit, we had... Movie posters, you all couldn't of this. see paint on the walls. Yeah, it was the, like it was like going into like TGI Fridays. Harley stuff, walls. Harley flags, American flags. We had a giant marker board in the kitchen for like brainstorming and shit like that. We had an eight foot tall Marty Huggins poster. The whole hallway was Harley stuff. Remember, at yeah. the very end of it, it was just four Harley posters here, and then two. Like, I had like a gas tank on the floor in the we corner. Had, yeah, and we shit, had, we had, stuff. You yeah. had Toy Story stand up posters that you put in the bathroom. Oh yeah, yeah. That's- I threw him at you when I got drunk. Uh, yeah, that was fun. I just told someone that story too. Funny. Oh my god, dude! And then we got an RV. Yeah, and then we we quit our jobs, sold everything we had. <coughs> Do you remember that night that yep. we talked about it? Yep. We were sitting on the porch. You came yep. home from the bar. Yeah, because you. I already worked there, so I came home already drunk because I had my two free shots. Yeah. So Josh was always more of a smoker, and I was always more of the drinker. Still I would also am. smoke. Yeah. But I also drank quite a bit. Um, but there's one night we uh, uh, Josh is already at the house. I just left Sam's. I was working at Sam. No, you were working. No, you weren't. Working I was at car lot. You were car But I yeah. came from Sam. I think I left Sam's earlier than you because I remember yeah. I was drinking that night. Yeah. Anyway, I came home and I was pretty drunk and we sit on the porch outside. We smoke a bowl. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't. And we kind of just say, what the fuck? What's going on? Why are we doing this? Why are we so pissed off all the time? Because we were just doing the same thing every day. We were waking up. We were going to work. We were coming home. We weren't doing. We weren't creating. We were like, very, it was stagnant. We never like, had Yo, enough money to do anything. We were I'm both a bum. working. Like, I'm yeah. a bum. I'm, I have yeah. no money. I, yeah. I have a job. I work all this hour and I have no money. Like, yeah, that, that, that whole year, and this is shout out to Sean 100% because I moved uh, in. I paid for everything. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, and it wasn't a big deal. I had a savings when I first moved in and I helped out then. Yeah. But then it literally... Like the as soon as I went to commission on the car lot, I I, I it flipped to hundred percent. Like yeah. I, I couldn't get out of the hole. Yeah. 
Sean paid for everything. I went from the car lot. No, no, it was factory first. Factory. Yep. And then I went door to door selling vacuums for a week and a half, two weeks. And then I went to the car lot. And I caught up on everything for maybe the first two months because I was on hourly. Yeah. And I didn't even, I didn't exceed though. I I just caught up because then they flipped me over to commission. Yeah. Backed up again. Sean literally paid for everything that whole year. But I mean, yeah, but we, I pitched in when I got paid. It was like twenty five here, fifty here. Like you'd buy groceries, you'd buy the weed or whatever. You'd yeah, something like that. Yeah. However, I remember us being like, I was like, no, I'm, I'm, we're bums, man. We could be bums anywhere. They're like, why aren't we bums on the fucking beach? Like, if we're gonna be poor, smoke weed, do nothing, and we're just like that, then why not just do that somewhere better than where we are? And like at the same time, we both just said, why don't we just fucking leave? Why don't we just go? No, because I remember. What I remember you said you were like, what about what about our friends? What about our family? And I was like, well, if we leave for one year, if we only leave for one year, yeah, and we come back, then we're 26, we're 27. Yeah. We kind of decided that the worst possible thing that would happen, two worst case scenarios. Worst case scenario A. Someone passes. No, we no we come home. You know, worst oh, case yeah. worst case scenario in 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 the, in the long longevity. We just come home and then if we're we can't just... afford it. If we if we can't find yeah, a job, okay, then we're back to square one. Where we already are. Yeah, it's, like it's, we're yeah, not yeah, successful. We, exactly. Or we die. Yeah. And if we would have died, we don't have to worry about it. So who cares? Yeah. You know what I mean? We, I, I didn't want that to happen. That's the worst thing would have fucking happened. We're like, yo, we need to stop living our and lives. And so for... it was. It was right then, and we so we tried to. Uh... I think it was the next day, if I'm being honest, because I remember you calling me at work. Well, I think we had talked about it, and then the next day I called, I said, let's just fucking do it. Yeah, and you like, were like, let's just fucking you were do like, it. yo, I showed up to work today, and I'm already stressed about things that shouldn't stress me out. Like, you were like, mm-hmm. this guy isn't here today, and I'm already bothered. But that's some shit that shouldn't bother me. That's not you. Yeah. And then you were like, let's just fucking go. And that was five months before we left. Yeah, and so. Roughly. And so, first goal was to find a vehicle to take us, because we knew we couldn't walk. Yeah, we were going to do your Jeep. So I had I had a 96 or 7 Jeep Grand Cherokee with like 300,000 miles or something like that. And it barely ran. So I bought another one to try to... Oh, tell that story real quick if you can. Which one? How you found that Jeep and it was worth X amount because you couldn't get it running. Are you talking about that Jeep, the, the black, black Jeep? One? Yeah. yeah. So I went and we were trying to find this Jeep and I found this one for $300 that had less miles. It was all fucking nice. And they couldn't figure out why it didn't run. But it had good bones, and I figured I could take parts off of that one and put the one I currently had to make it make it better for our trip and everything. Wasn't the... the it was yeah. Just... So when we got it back home, we pulled everything out, and the spark plug wires had been cut. And I spent 20 bucks on plug wires and drove that thing for like six months. And yeah. And drove like a top. Yeah. And that was our first plan originally, yeah. to take a Jeep and tents yeah, cause and we... literally camp where we could camp. Yeah, because somehow I got like 800 bucks from something, and so I put all that money into that black Jeep to make it run, and it didn't do anything. It ran like shit. It was yeah. a fucking piece of shit Jeep. It was terrible. And then at one point, Josh's car got repoed. Yeah, so, lost my car. And so I had both of those Jeeps, and they both ran. So him and I drove on a rainy day across town to get the other Jeep. And as we were in the fucking field picking it up, the one we were driving broke down. And it's and still died. in that same field to this day. Like, it got us exactly where we needed to be to the other Jeep. Yes. And then we took stupid. that other Jeep. Yeah. And so then we're trying to figure out how to take this Jeep, because then it started not wanting to start in the mornings. It was like, we can't go anywhere. We're going to tent the whole thing, and blah, 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 We started blah. having conversations about, like, what if we could find ourselves an a RV, van, or like a van, van or something, like something, something we could. And then that's where 
me and Sean are so comfortable already, like, going up to knocking on people's doors and saying, hey, is this vehicle for sale? Because Dallas does it all the time, our friend, and we, we go with him all the time we, and we, pitch in, and every now and then we actually do it, too. We bought, like, bought and sold quite a few vehicles over the years, or just cool shit in somebody's yard. Yeah. yeah. I remember at the time, me and Troy were driving around, and this thing was actually, like, a block away from my house. Downtown was, Neosho, like, middle of Neosho. Yeah. There was an RV that had stuff all over it. And I saw it, and I just don't know what it was in me that I was like, man, I need to ask about that RV. It's right there. Why the fuck am I not? I literally, I told Troy Park. I ran up to the door. I met Patty, which I told you about Patty. Patty, yeah. Uh, and I, she said, oh, let me see if I can't get, I can't get it started for you, but maybe I can show you in it. She brought the key out, opened the door. She showed me inside. I looked at it. It was amazing. It had a bunch oh, of God. stuff. Ooh, oh, God. Caught it. Oh, caught it. Still, still good. Yeah. Uh... She said, yo, come back tonight, and we'll get somebody to get it started for you. No, we're just right there. 24 minutes. Uh, I came back that night, literally walked that block that night to come meet Dwayne, and Patty was there too. Dwayne's their son. Mm -hmm. Dwayne actually got it running for me. Uh, They said you have to come back to meet uh, Jerry. He's the guy who actually owns it. The third time I went, I met Jerry, and me and Patty and Jerry just had, like, a good conversation, like, what the plan was. I said, yo, me and my friend Sean, we're quitting our jobs we're doing this. We're like selling everything. We just want to travel. Like, why not? We have, we're so young. We do this for one year. We come back. It's easy. Uh, they said they were going to clean it out. Like, right then and there. They were cleaning it out for us. And I drove past them before I came and saw them the fourth time. And, the, like, they legit cleaned that out before they ever even... I think you, had, you hadn't discussed price or exactly. buy or anything yet. Yeah. I went back a fourth time to discuss price and everything like that. And that's when I told them, because at the price that was brought to my attention was two grand, mm-hmm. and I said, "Man, I would love to give you two grand, but the truth is, we want to leave in three months, and I don't have two grand to give you or two grand to get this running to where it can go around, because this isn't going to be get it and go." However, we did just get it. Yeah, and yeah, go. it worked out great. Anyway, uh, and legit, they said you can just pay me later, and. At first, I was like, oh, we can make payments. That's dope. Or we can pay them beforehand. And I was like, kind of clarified. Oh, that's awesome. If you let us make payments, that'd be dope. That'd be amazing. And they said, no, no, no. You can just pay us later. And I was like, well, well, like, what do you mean? And they legit said, they're going to give us the RV. And like, we can take it around America for free. And if, if ever we come back and... We, we had the money we make it big to pay them for it we can pay them for it and everything basically they, they and I wasn't there for this conversation but they told Josh that we take the RV if we feel like coming back and paying them we can come back and pay them yeah basically what it came down to and they've they've since moved away I don't have their phone number anymore yeah they uh they now moved. I was actually planning on surprising Sean yeah. That was the original plan was, but I needed help getting it, and I didn't know anybody who wouldn't tell Sean to help. You know what I'm saying? If I told Dallas to help me get it, he would tell you. Yeah. So I ended up just telling Sean about it. Hey, I found us an RV. I was a little worried if I was being honest, because yeah. I just kind of grabbed one. I didn't really. Yeah. However, Sean showed up with me the fifth time, and that's when Jerry basically gave it to Sean as well. Yeah, and I drove it home. Like that, that day. That thing sat for like a year right there, and, we, and it fired up perfectly. We drove it across town, and... It didn't do anything to it. Yeah. The only thing we did before we left was put tires on it. 
Yeah, and that's straight yeah. up. And like two days after we got the RV, we didn't title anything yet. But then Josh met up with fucking Jerry, and he drove Josh to the DMV and put paid for everything and put it all in his name. Like it was gifted to me. Yeah, he paid for everything. He went and did everything, and they just gave us an RV. I mean, it, it, and we still have it. It is fifty feet from us that, right that now. That RV was was the Lindy. Everything in the world after it was it was that moment right there. That moment right there, for the next from them for the next year or more. Everything happened exactly the way it should have. Like everything that happens for a reason. Everything that's going to happen is going to happen. It still is for the most part. Everything. But that was so clear. Yeah. It was was clarity. It was like meant to be. So we had this RV, and yeah, it was. It's an '84 GMC one-ton motorhome. So it was 22 feet. Had a little cab in the front and living space in the back. Barely had a bedroom. Had a bathroom in the back and a kitchen stuff. But none of it worked. I mean, well, everything worked, but like the bathroom didn't work. The water tanks never worked. It worked, but there was a leak. But so what, what it was was basically is no matter what, at there was the end of the wrong. day, we always had a roof over our heads. Exactly. And so we honestly didn't give a shit that the bathroom didn't work because, hey, if I got to go piss, I'll step outside and go pee in a bush or I'll pee in a bottle or whatever it is or poop in a bucket. And that's what we did for a year. It wasn't Dude, a big I deal. slept in it like the first week. Yeah. I mean, I remember. Yeah. Like, I don't think I slept in it the first night. I don't recall doing that. So, But I remember like that, like right then and there. So before we left, like before the day we left, the only thing we did, only thing we did my brother and his uh, wife were gracious enough, and they bought us fucking six tires for it. A hundred percent shout out huge, to the whole Armstrong yeah, family huge, and Mark. Cause seriously, huge, huge surprise. I mean, long story short, he uh, called me and said, "Hey, I-, I sent a picture of the tires we needed to fit the RV to our family and friends, so we want to work for these and earn money for them before we leave." Yeah, it was three months before, four months yeah. before Christmas. And it was like a little over a thousand bucks, and then Mark showed up a few weeks later at my house with seven tires because it was six plus a spare brand new that he'd ordered and surprised us with we did that and then we another fixed, emotional great moment yeah we put tires on it and then we fixed the door yeah and then we left we didn't do spark plugs shout out to dallas he's the one who helped me fix the door yeah and then gary later on yeah and then gary on the trip but i mean we had to fix the rv so much on the trip but we we sean did that we left we left and drove 500 miles south without doing anything mechanical to the rv yeah to the coast I mean that that RV was the it was a three if your engine guys it was three fifty Chevy three speed transmission fucking bulletproof literally parts your diamond doesn't find we had to fix a few things but it was easy to find easy to fix and work on well, yo let's jump back five hundred miles in at what in twenty four hours not twenty four two days it was two days okay when because I told them that we left but I don't I can't remember if I told them the story about how you lost your wallet oh my which God. is another great everything happens for a reason story guys yeah so everything happens yeah. for a reason. So we were. Gonna, I'm gonna get out and take a pee real quick. You're good. Go ahead and continue the story. We were. You're good. We were. Uh, we were gonna leave uh, the day after Christmas, December 26th in 2018, and Christmas Day, because uh, we wanted to do family. We told everybody we were leaving after Christmas, but didn't tell anybody exactly which day we were leaving. We kind of wanted to leave like kind of early in the morning. Nobody really knew, but they knew we were leaving after Christmas. We just wanted to spend the time with our family at first. So we. Uh, day, Christmas Day, we spend mornings with our families, and then Josh and I take the RV to a spot to take, to take a little video to post the next day, um, and we clean the RV out and kind of wash it and stuff and do a few things like that, pack our last few things in there, but in all that scuttlebutt and all that stuff hustling around that day, I lost my wallet, and when I say I lost my wallet, since we didn't really have anything, we didn't live anywhere, all we had was the RV, um, I lost my wallet, and it had probably $300 in cash, it had... Another $200 in gift cards we got for Christmas. Had my ID, my social, all that stuff. 
and the rest of the stuff was in Josh's wallet. But I and lost two hundred. Yeah, I lost my wallet and lost over half of the money that we had. We thought someone stole it. Um, we, we we went to the car wash and thought I left it sitting outside somewhere, and somebody grabbed it. Which I mean, it sucked, but that's kind of what happens. And so, but for so long, so many people doubted us, and Sean literally used to say, "I don't care if I have seven dollars in my pocket. Yeah, we're leaving." Yeah, because nobody leaving. thought we were gonna leave, and so I I got really pissed off, lost my wallet, but we so had so two hundred dollars. So instead of leaving the day after Christmas, we left the next day, the twenty seventh. But the day after Christmas, I went to the DMV, I got a new paper license. And then said, hey, we're still going to fucking leave tomorrow morning. And so instead of having, you know, six, seven hundred dollars, we had two hundred dollars. And you mailed the D- the ID to Colton in Texas. Yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, we left with two hundred dollars and an RV that we didn't we'd hoped would make it out of town because we literally had drove it the most like 30 miles. We yeah. drove to Anderson that one time. Yeah, we took one practice. But we did drive it around town. We did. We lived in it for a and while. And the last yeah. two or three months of our before we moved, we literally would just Take live in that and move around. We we both worked at the bar at one point. Yeah. Uh, you were still selling Harley's at one point. So you were Sean had two jobs before we left yeah. for like the last month. I'd say yeah. right month and a half. Yeah. yeah, I worked at the bar. We would sleep in the. Oh my god, dude, that was just prime time. But and so, the wallet. Yeah, we lost it, and we left. And then we went I've to, told them this. Yeah, I know. We went to the best little yeah. RV park. We went down to Galveston area, to Port Bolivar near Galveston. And went to Hull and kind of did a few things around Texas. And eventually ended up back in your Fort Hood area where, where, where Josh's stepbrother lives. Three weeks into the, the trip. trip, and when we got to uh, Colleen, Texas, we didn't do any work for that. We we had a little bit a of money. When we got there. We sat and spent it all doing nothing and had to leave at some point, but we hadn't been able to find any work or really, really tried to find any work. And I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there. This was one of our first lessons on the road. I think at the end of that week, we both were like, oh, fuck, we didn't work. We yeah. didn't do this. Like, this yeah. is what we have to do. Yeah, because... And we didn't. Yeah, because our first spot, we lucked out. That lady was really, really great. Our, uh... Terry down there was really nice. She we we gave her forty dollars yeah. and yeah. she gave it back to us because she knew yeah. our story and, and then, she's like hit the road again. And then we knew somebody down in the area. We it was my brother's in laws' friends. But the we, farmers. Yeah, we met up with them and got in some whole money. Texas. And that's when we went to. Shout out to them though, because remember they actually instead of giving us cash. Oh yeah. yeah. They actually they took us to uh, AutoZone or O'Reilly's. Yeah. And bought us spark plugs, and a, a belt. Yeah, so when we left, we didn't do anything. I remember that for about a weekend or less than a weekend until we were able to do spark plugs, belts, and all kinds of cool oil shit, change, oil change, all kind of stuff. We got to do that stuff to it. And then um, we went to my papa's, Papa yeah. Porter. Stayed one night. He gave us a little cash, a couple. He's a hundred bucks. He gave a little cash. Yeah, I think he gave us. I can't. I can't remember totally what he gave us, he but gave he gave us cash. like 50, 50 bucks yeah. or a hundred bucks. Shout out, I love them. Yeah. And then we went to Killeen, Texas. Killeen. And didn't do any work for a week, and then we were ma- we were making. Remember this day, we were making T-shirts. We decided to make some merch to make some money on the road. Yeah, remember that kid came up and asked us if he had any work, and we paid it. We gave him money to wash the RV. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and he's like, "Do you have any T-shirts for your YouTube show?" Yeah, and Sean was like, "Ah, oh, fuck, we need merch now." And then the next day, we started making merch. Yeah, we went and bought shit for T-shirts and made T-shirts. And so, Josh was outside. Steal for sale if you want one. Hit Josh us up. was outside <laughs> making a T-shirt. I went into the RV to grab. A marker or a pencil or something. We had this green backpack. And at that point, we were freaking out, too. Because we, we, no we had no, no money. money. We just spent it on T-shirts that no one wanted. And we were trying really hard not to, not to call mom and ask for money. We are trying really hard to not be that fucking... Not two weeks into the fucking trip. Yeah. So anyway, so I opened this backpack to grab a marker. 
and I'm shitting you fucking not, like in the movies or the video games where you open a trunk and there's like gold in it and it shines in their face and like the angels start singing, oh, in the background and stuff. I opened this fucking backpack that hadn't been opened since we left on the trip and my wallet is sitting in it. The cash is in it. In the art bag. So basically we had this bag, we put pencils and paper and colored pencils and shit in and I guess it had fallen in the bag when we were cleaning the RV up and we zipped it shut and packed it. And didn't open the bag for three weeks, and I opened it. We had no money, and there's, there's my wallet with like five hundred dollars total, two hundred dollars in gift cards sitting there. And I ran outside and said, "Josh, I found my wallet." And you're like, "And I don't." It was yeah. It was just holy shit. What? I I, remember, I stood in the RV for probably 30, 45 seconds, holding it in my hand, not believing that what I was seeing was an actual thing. And you got your ID like yeah. the next day. Like oh, shit. everything happens for a reason. Here. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What is she doing? Sammy. Oh, she needs to go outside. No. No, we're, we're, we're recording something. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Sammy! Oh, I'm Jen Company. Hey, Josh is here. What's Hello, up, Gina? Josh is here. Hey. Sean's She's mom's here. crazy. And Sammy. Don't have peanut in your butt? Um, peanut in my butt? John Henry, Jack Russell, oh, no. Joseph, J- Jimmy Frank, James Jimmy Franco, Franco. Yeah. Jimmy Franco. Jimmy. She's like been back and forth, inside it's okay. and outside, and it's okay. <sighs> we're parked in front of my mom's house, and my oh. dog is a needy bitch, and she loves us. And so we had to. Oh, oh, Sammy. Hi, Sam. Can't get in because you're dirty. No, you can't get in. Okay, I will take her back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hi, Sam. Oh my goodness, look at you. Yeah, I'll come pet her if she wants to hook up. I saw her sitting up there. I'm sorry. She is so cute. <laughs> right, where are we at? How about that? That way we can... Ugh. 37 minutes. <coughs> well, we found the wallet. Let's yes. wrap it up right there. We had 37 minutes. We'll end it with we found the wallet. It was amazing. Yeah. And then, kind of after that, everything started kind of just working out, man. I mean, everything happens for a reason. And literally, yeah. there are so many times in the whole year, in the two year, in the, the five months of building up to the year. Yeah. And even now, you know what I'm saying? I believe that anyways, that everything happens for a reason. Yeah, and everything, I don't even know if it's that, everything kind of fell into place. Just kind of let, let take it where you're going, man. Found the wallet, and it took us even further. Yeah. And it's still kind of playing out now. You know, I've got, Josh and I both have jobs we really like. Yeah, I mean, you're back to selling Harleys a, at the pig tra- at the at the place that you sold Harleys last year. Like, you remember when we needed money and you went to Pig Trail and did yeah. Ice Blues and barbecues? Yeah. Like, they paid you for that and then yeah. brought them back this year. Like, everything happens for a reason. And I'm I mean, I'm doing really well and Josh is doing pretty good. You know, I mean, it's 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 doing it's weird how everything kind of worked out. And like I said, I told Josh, I'm really happy we're not traveling this year. Well, the shit that's going on right now around yeah. the world, like even how that's you, another everything yeah. happens for a reason. Like we you, quit at the perfect time. However, you think about it and believe in all well, the shit politically, it's it's terrible out there right now, everywhere. Yeah, and it's really nice to be somewhere where it's not going crazy, safe and secure, and making decent money. I mean, if living. we if we were out there on COVID, we probably would have been stuck. Yeah, I'm telling you, we we would have been in because we came back in. Uh, um, we were in California before we came home, and we, we were, were going to Cal- go north. We before were in California we came in November. We, we came Thanksgiving we started heading home Thanksgiving day yep so it was November yep and we probably would have been in California 
until, or that coast a lot, until probably January or February. We found some place, found some work and hung out for a while. Because we were going to San Diego next. All this there shit, for a little all bit, this shit started going on in February. We were going to go to Tijuana. Tijuana was a place so we were going to hit. We would have been there. And if you really think about it, think about this too. I thought about this today. After that, we would have went on the north part because it would have been winter time, or uh, getting warmer. Mm-hmm. We would have stayed kind of north, you know what I mean? We probably would have been in Minnesota. We could have been in Minneapolis seeing my ex-girlfriend Meredith when that whole George Floyd thing went down. Imagine that. Imagine we we could have been literally, dude. We we lucked out great. We we everything happens for a reason. We We're kinda, not, yeah. Yeah. And hey, this year's not good to your travel. Maybe next year's better. We can go out and do it again next year. You never know. Yeah, YouTube would have blew up if we were <laughs> caught yeah. in between all that. Oh my god, cool. Josh and Sean still on the road, stuck somewhere else. <laughs> what if the world's falling apart because we stopped traveling? What if it's our fault? The world Fuck. needs Josh and Sean. Get the car going right now. It's like what speed. If, what if it was like a butterfly effect? Yeah. We're supposed what if, to save the universe. What if, like, the day we decided to turn back and come home, we should have stayed on the trip? And because we turned back and came home, that's when something happened in China. I blame you. Because so when we turned, it caused another car to turn a different direction, which caused them to go to the airport instead of going to here. We went to the airport, and they caught COVID and brought it back because of us. Damn it! Fuck, guys, I'm sorry. If you want us to keep on traveling, let us know. Yeah, Support maybe. us. <laughs> Sorry, boss. For I'm the just... sake of the world, for by the way. For the sake way. of the world. <laughs> Goddamn. Join the cult. <laughs> this is fun, man. Thank you for being on this episode, dude. Yeah, no worries, man. If ever you want to... Honestly, I would like to have you back. Not next episode, obviously. I mean, I mean, if you want to come back. Wow, fuck you. I can't I'm just saying, like, I don't want you to feel like you have to be oh, on... Oh, no, I don't mind at all. I know yeah. you don't... You know what I'm saying? I know you don't like to... If we if we had topics to talk about, I'd be cool to do it. Yeah, I would love to continue talking about the trip. Yeah, honestly, I wish we had a Josh and Sean podcast to do this this exact thing, because like the YouTube shows four minutes Yo, a day idea, and you and I literally could tell the whole story, and it'd be I feel like you would get so much more than what the YouTube show. And me, people love the YouTube. Let me throw this idea at you. Go ahead. What if we start? Like whenever, like, like whenever the vlog starts again, mm-hmm. what if we start doing a podcast talking about the episode, like the post of the day the episode posts? So we could like, like the first day, like this year, end of this year. I said that we should have done that last year. Remember yeah, we, we talked about it? Too we late, never we're too did. late yeah. now. So now we we could we can start recording those early and post them later on. Yep. We could uh, we could do one of those filming podcast kind of things where you can actually post it and everything. Yeah, I like that. Kind of do some early year, early times and everything. It'd be kind of fucking cool. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. We're about to hit that 40-minute mark, and you know I don't like passing that. Yep. So uh, I appreciate it. Light up and listen to another episode of Testicle Spectacles While in Weed. This one probably isn't going to go out until Tuesday. It's actually Sunday. I planned on posting this Tuesday. So. Nice. Get ahead of the game. Yeah, I'm trying you can to. Post another, you can do, we can do another one in a couple days. and then, uh... Dude, if you want to record one Tuesday, we can record another part two. Yeah. yeah. And then maybe we can just go a little bit further. I know we left it off in Colleen, but next yeah. we go to Corpus Christi. And then we yeah. go to Rockport. And then yeah. we go back to Terry. Yeah, figure it out. Yeah. I like that. And that's only one month in, if I'm being honest. We haven't even hit February. February, we're back in Missouri. You're right. Just think about it. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Uh, like, share, comment, everything you can do on the app. Oh, we're at 42 minutes. I'm going to end it real fast. Find me on uh, Instagram. Sean, do you want to shout out anything? Yo, he sells Harleys. If you're needing to buy a Harley, hit yeah. up Sean. I sell Harleys at Pig Trail, Harley Davidson, and Rogers. 479-636-9797. You sell freedom, motherfucker. I, provi- I, 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 uh, I provide personal freedom for hardworking 
Americans every single day of my life. If you haven't rode a motorcycle, I'm just going to throw it out there. Literally one of the best. I've only rode it maybe twice, and I want a motorcycle more than I want. I would love to do a motorcycle trip. Yeah, I don't care about anything more about my Harley. That's, yeah. I don't have kids or a wife, and I'll, I don't care anything. Yeah, fuck it. this podcast. I yeah. want a Harley. Yeah, yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Love you. See you next week. Hello. Oh. Getting in position. I'm usually ready when I start, but I'm starting this late, so I'm just starting as I'm going. Light up and listen to the fifth episode of Testicle Spectacles, Wallet and Weed. I'm your host. Uh, don't know where I'm going with this one. I have two talking points though you know I have two things to talk about Aww, my iPad is dying don't worry guys that has nothing to do with the effect of the show I just planned on sitting here and drawing while I was doing the show but it looks like y'all are gonna have to get my undivided undivided attention for the next 35 minutes which is cool you know what I'm saying maybe it's meant to be I'm supposed to be doing this anyways. At least, you know what I'm saying? If I want to do this, I should probably be doing this. The reason I'm recording so late is because I was supposed to be doing these on Sundays. Sundays, which are legit my days off. I do have Sundays off. However, I go into work at 9 p.m. and then I come home. I'm home by 11, 15 at the latest, 30 at the latest. Uh, however, Every time I'm off on Sunday, I usually just record it after work. So it's like 11.30 when I record and I post it that night for a new thing. And it got to a point where I was like, ugh, I don't want to do it on Sunday nights because by the time I'm home from work, although that's just two hours, I usually have to work on Mondays. So it's like, oh, I'll push it to Tuesday. Uh, I actually, this was the first Tuesday I was supposed to do it. And I was like, oh, I'll push it to Tuesday keep on doing it regular regularly and then I worked on it so I was like ah shit I have to work today no time to do the podcast so I am doing it late that was boring as shit I don't know why I explained that so much I'm kind of stoned right now guys tonight's episode is called either cheese yeah we'll go cheese cheese works with me uh and it smells pretty good so light up and listen thank you for listening to the fifth installment of Testicle Spectacles Wild Lug and Weed. I'm your host. I don't know if I ever said my name before, because uh, if I'm being honest, in the beginning, I didn't totally know where I was going with this. I just got this just to like practice with it, because I had a couple, fr- fr- couple friends and a couple people come to me about their podcast and about creating podcast, and I like knew how to do it through uh, other outlets but you know those outlets were like you know five years ago six years ago since then this app came out and I was like oh I'll I'll test out this one I'll test out other ones this one actually puts out my uh podcast in other locations it's actually on iTunes and Spotify and this one Anchor I think even more I think like one or two more so wherever you're listening from if you're listening thank you very much check out this app it's kind of cool they're not paying me to say that either like I haven't turned on advertising yet because I don't really give a shit about any of that shit. I'm just, if you want a podcast, super easy to do this. And if you still need help, hit me up. I'll help you. Uh, 
Tonight's episode, we're going to go talk about two things. One, I thought about the other day, is talking about how, <laughs> just a weird, where I think the world, how I think the world's going to end topic. And that's going to be the second one. I think for the next 15 minutes, we're going to talk about stand-up comedy, actually. One thing I did do, do this week, uh, I was on a different podcast, actually. My friend has one. Zach and his podcast is called Zach Attack versus the World. Check out that one if you're looking for another podcast. I'm on the newest episode of it, episode six, and we talk about like the afterlife and we talk about stand up comedy a little bit. And that was actually my first time talking on the podcast about it, so I was like, oh, maybe I'd go into a little bit more detail on mine. I did used to be a stand up comedian. Uh, I did used to be, I used to be one. I, I, I haven't done it in a while, so I, that's why I say it weird, but I did my first one, if I recall correctly, right when I turned 19, and I did it at Capital City Comedy Club in Austin, Texas. I remember I just moved there from Neosho, Missouri. It was right after high school. I remember right after high school, I went to Little Rock for a little while, worked at a trucking company. And then I moved back to Neosho just very a short time. Because I remember I moved to Texas like right after that. Uh, like two weeks, I'd say. I remember I moved in with my grandparents, got kicked out. Th- three weeks, three weeks. Moved into Texas. And then stand-up comedy was always something that was brought up to me growing up. Because I was apparently a funny person growing up. Funny kid. Funny looking funny in general, I, 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 was, I was able to make people laugh growing up a lot, I still am, it's just, you know, with age, I don't know where I'm going with that, but I remember legit being pulled out of, like, work, and I even remember doing this in a test, I remember, like, my teacher pulling me to his desk and showing me Zach Galifianakis stand-up comedies, because he was like, yo, this is what I think you should look at, like, this is... You could be a comedian. You could. You're funny, dude. Like, cause I, remember, I I was funny in high school too. I was a class clown in high school. Not really when I was in the normal high school, but I went to an alternative high school. Maybe we'll talk about that another time. Uh. So I, I started. That was that. That was kind of. That didn't really put it in my head. But you know, what I'm saying that was another reinsurance. But I was liked SNL. My dad always told me I could. I should be a comedian. I always wish my dad was a comedian. If I'm being honest. Ever since I started comedy, I thought my dad could do comedy, like, twice as good as I could. And probably still could today. Like, if he started today, like, instead of... <laughs> I don't want to go there. If he started today, he could fucking... Uh, I still feel like he could be a funny comedian. Even with his age. He's, like, 50, he's younger than 50. I think he's, like, 49. But... Uh, so I was kind of just, you know, throughout my childhood and growing up in high school, I kind of just, that's something I always wanted to do. It was never something that I thought I would do. Uh, but when I moved to, I moved to Colleen, I actually moved to Lampasas first, Lampasas, Texas, and then we moved to Colleen, and Colleen is where our, I found it. Oh, I just scratched right on the fucking mic. I am so sorry, guys. Lampasas, and then I moved to Colleen, Texas. And Clean is where I found that Capital City Comedy Club was just like, oh, this is like like 45 minutes to 55 minutes away. Like, oh my goodness, we are so close. Like I should I should do this once, right? Like I should if even if I fail, I should 
fucking try this shit. And I signed up and uh, I still remember, like, I still have the email in my fucking uh, e- email. email, email. <laughs> I still have the email in my email. <laughs> I'm stoned. <laughs> uh, but I remember I went to it. I was so nervous for my first time. The video is on YouTube, too, if I recall correctly. If I, I wish I could, like, show you guys the video. Like, I wish I had the YouTube of this, like, the Testicle Spectacles Wallet and Weed YouTube. I should eventually do that. I don't know what I'm, I'm ever going with this shit, but that should be a goal for this. I kind of like doing this podcast, guys. So even if no one's listening, I am going to try and keep doing it because it's something that I'm doing and I like it. So Okay, so I remember like I was driving to Capital City Comedy Club. It was my mom and a guy. Her, She went to high school with this dude and they were friends and... Capital City Comedy Club. Everywhere, as as we went there, I remember I was like nervous as shit. I was scared, and everything was going wrong. Like I remember we got lost because we didn't know where we were going. Uh, there was so much traffic. They got stopped at every single stoplight. At one point, I, I remember a biker like yelling at my mom, like because she was like dri- she wasn't driving crazy, but we just didn't know what the fuck we were. We were trying to find shit. So it was, I, oh my goodness, it was crazy. By the time I got there. My nerves were just crazy. I've never, I've never even been to a, a comedy club at that point. Uh, my mom leaned over and said, "Hey, you should probably go stand with the comedians, maybe." So I was like, "Oh, that's a good idea. That's what I'll do." And I got up and I went over and I introduced myself to a couple people. I remember Aaron Brooks was the host that night, which was really cool. I, I actually still know him. Like the last time I talked to him, I was like, "Yo, yeah, I don't know if you know this, but you were my first." He's, "Oh, you, that was, you were my first MC." He's, "Oh, that's so crazy. I didn't know that. That's awesome." Because I've actually done stand-up with him since then, like, two or three times. But I haven't done stand-up in a while, so it's been a while since then. He's still doing comedy, and you should look him up. He's funny. Uh, uh, okay, yeah. So I told him that, too. I, I even I was sitting around, and I was with the comedian. It's like, hey, this is my first show. Everybody's like, oh, well, good luck. Uh, yeah, what are you, you going to say? And he's like, I have a couple of things I, I wrote down. I, I don't bring a list. I was just going to go up there and, you know, shoot for him and... Everybody told me good luck, and I said, oh, I'm so nervous. Like, I felt like everything's telling me not to. Like, everything's went wrong. And they said, yo, you should use that. And I said, what do you mean? Is it everything that went wrong, go out there and tell people that everything went wrong for you to get here. Like, and someone told me that, like, right before it. And they said, oh, I was like, oh, okay, let me try that. One thing I, I, when I was, let's back up two minutes, basically, or five minutes. When I'm outside, I, go, I jump out of the car as I'm walking up, I shut the door. I shut the door on the the button of my pants. Legit, the button, the door hits my the button of my fucking pants and pops the fucking button of my pants off. So now I have like saggy shorts on essentially. Like I look like a bum after this. And so I get up on like they, I'm one of the first ones, the first one if I recall correctly. Uh, Aaron, who didn't know me at the time. Instead of introducing me as Josh Oldham, introduces me as John Oldham. Uh, and I get up, and the very first joke I do was, I'm so nervous. I feel like something's telling me not to do this. Like, everything's going wrong. Uh, I was stopped in traffic. I got lost. A biker yells at my mom. I'm going first tonight. Uh, the button on my pants knocked off right before I walked in. And this just to top it off again. Like, my name's not even John. It's Josh. 
and the whole crowd explodes like it was like if you watch the video that I, I, I the very first thing I said basically gets a laugh which was amazing like I, I felt amazing about it and then I just went on again like I, I went on to talk about how oh god what was I first said I remember at one point uh I talked about the email I got because in the email it said if you do like five minutes worth of dick jokes you're probably not going to get an ass back so I said oh yeah I've been I've been so nervous since I got this I'm so scared like even with the email the email said if I do five minutes worth of dick jokes I'm not going to be asked back dude my dick isn't big enough for one minute worth of dick jokes and then again the crowd blows up again and then my mom's in the crowd so I go I, I tell them that. I was like, oh, my mom's in the crowd. And uh, they laugh about that because I just did a dick joke in front of my mom. Like, honestly, if you're, if you're listening right now and you want a good laugh, I felt like it was a good laugh. And honestly, like, I did not bomb my first show. And that is that, that was so crazy to me because I was always told that I will bomb my first show. Everybody always told me that. I, now I bombed my second show. I... I did, landed it near the end, like I did get a laugh near the end, so that was always good, but the first like three minutes of it sucked. Uh, but I landed the first show, which was fucking amazing. I loved every second of it. And then I recall I did, God, I don't know how many times I did it more then. I feel like I didn't do it a lot though. I felt like I really only did it like maybe five more times after that. And then I moved back, like I moved back to Nyosho for a little bit and I don't even I actually recall doing stand-up at the coffee shop there too so I did do stand-up then just not a lot of it maybe twice maybe twice and then I moved back to moved back to Texas again and that's when I moved to I moved to Colleen for a minute and then I moved to Harker Heights and Harker Heights was like 45 minutes from Austin, depending on... I mean, if you took the back ways, you could get there a lot faster. If you took the highways, you know, you get traffic. Left. However, I was in Harker Heights and Killeen area, which they were starting to, like, grow their scene at the time. And so I, I went back to Austin throughout the rest of my time. I'd say we went, like, once a month, at the very least once a month, because we definitely hit... Cap, I definitely hit Cap again, Capital City Comedy Club. Uh, I don't recall, I don't know if I did the Velveeta Room. I don't know if that was the, I can't remember, I think that was the place, because back then there was one called Velveeta Room, and, and I was always told that was where Gatsby used to be, or something along the, or Gatsby's was like next door. But there was this giant picture frame stage, like it was a giant picture frame, and then that's kind of just where the people that's kind of where the comedians did their I can't remember if I did it there though I remember going but I don't think I did stand up there I don't think I actually did a set there and then there was okay and then Colleen was because I'm thinking Foxhole but that's Colleen and then Shenanigans was god I don't even know what that town is called anymore That was it was right down the road from Parker Heights though Waco had one but I can't remember I never did hyenas in Dallas, but I went to hyenas. Like legit, from there on, like I literally, I stayed in Killeen and Harker Heights for more, m- most of it on. Like I found this club called Shenanigans, and that's where I met Adam Wolf. Shout out to Adam Wolf. I hope, I hope one day you hear this. I don't know. I don't know. I, mean, I never really post these on my own account. I always just use the Instagram on 
testicle specials while in the weed. We're about to hit the 15 minute mark, and usually I wanted to switch subjects here. I feel like I should continue talking. Maybe I'll go five more minutes on this, or ten more minutes on this, and then we'll, the last ten minutes we'll talk about how I think the world's gonna end. <laughs> Weird topics, but who gives a shit? Uh, or maybe we'll just talk about stand-up the whole fucking show. You, got, you know what I'm saying? I, I went in with this no plan. We're going in it. Thank you for listening. Light up and listen uh, to Testicles, Spectacles, Wallet, and Weed. Check out this other podcast that I was on recently, Zack Attack vs. The World. Uh, I do tell a little bit, couple poc- a couple stories there, like heckler stories and shit like that. Okay, let's go back to where we are, because I, I don't know how long or more I'm going to talk about this. Uh, but I'm going to clear some more up. <laughs> Met Adam Wolf, awesome, and all the people at the uh, Shenanigans Club. I just can't remember everybody's name, so I didn't want to shout out everybody and not some people. Uh, I remember the security guard, the manager, Tracy. Uh, no, 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 Terry. No, fuck, I can't remember. Tanya, Tanya. Boom, remembered it. And then Cloudy was the DJ. I remember that because we started a podcast there. I'm jumping forward. I'm sorry. I, I, but I haven't really thought about all this stuff in a while. I sh- every week I say this, I should have been more prepared. I should have just wrote all this down and like connected the dots before I did it so I could tell the story. And every week I say I'm going to, and then every week I don't. So I'm a fucking liar. That's what it is, guys, and I'm sorry. So, shenanigans. Met Adam Wolf, an amazing comedian, and I'm going to say this right now. He is probably one of the funniest fucking people I've ever met in my life. And... Like, my dad is one of the funniest people i ever met in my life. I wish he was a comedian. My brother seriously could be a comedian. He is funny as shit. And he's so, he, he's clean comedy funny. Like, and when he gets dirty comedy, like, it's funny because you never hear him get, do dirty comedy. So it's funny extra like that. But Adam Wolf literally can just tell a joke. Like, it's just, like, it's just, like, if I was in a predicament where I was like, I've gotten to my head and I needed a joke and like if I couldn't think of one I had I had a lifeline like it was like who wants to be a millionaire but who doesn't want to fucking die uh I would call Adam like he's the I would say Adam I need a fucking joke right now don't even give a shit what it is I know it'll be funny because he is just a funny fucking person Adam Wolf look him up uh and his social media game is on point he is so funny on social media uh but then we did one show there. I think it was the next show that we met. Man, he, me, him and I do not, him and I did not get along near the end of the thing of it. So I hope he doesn't mind me shouting them out. But I mean, I haven't seen him in a while, and I honestly, I couldn't care less. Like none of that stuff mattered to me anymore. And I hope he's still doing comedy. I hope he's doing well. But Nick Ortiz. I actually think he's going by Nick now, Nick Ortiz, but back then he wanted to change his name to Jay Ortiz, so I don't know if he's still doing Jay, but it's Nick Jay Ortiz. He, I was actually at his first comedy thing. That might have been the first time he and Adam met, too. No, 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 I don't think that was the first time, because I remember me and Adam went up twice. I don't think that was the first time Nick did. I can't totally remember. But then it was literally me, Adam, and Nick after that. Like, we were, like holy shit close and then lauren showed up after a while lauren haynes and he went by the gene i don't know if he's still doing comedy and then we kind of just like went other places too like we found the foxhole and then dirty harry's was like right down the road and 
Jay knew the guy who got, so Jay got us a place there to do stand-up, and then uh, this guy, Rob, did stand-up, and he was funny. Rob, oh my God, was funny. I can't think of Rob's last name. Stephen G, oh my God, one of uh, Jay's friends. Stupid funny, oh my God. And then it literally became like a group. We would hit up the Foxhole, Tanks, Dirty Harry's, Shenanigans when it was open. I never hit up the Cuckoo. No, no, what was it called? There was a club right across the street from Tanks, but I can't remember, from the corner, but I can't remember what it was called. But it was so much fun. At one point at Shenanigans, we're sitting at around a table because the manager wanted to talk about, like, promotions and doing shit because they were a new club and a lot of a lot of the people were new comedians i don't think lauren was new lauren was fairly new jay was new adam's been doing it for a while i had done it at that time at that point i think it'd been two years if i'm being honest i think i was i was basing it two to three years you know what i'm saying i was like oh i'm two to three years you know what i'm saying two to three four years maybe uh we're sitting around a table and we're talking about like ideas, like what could happen, what could we do, could we do this, could we do improv? We did improv a couple of nights. And then we did, oh, hey, we wanna do a podcast. That's what the manager threw out. Like, oh, we wanna do it like this though. We want you guys to do it on our stage and we do it live. Like it's, it's funny, it's a comedy podcast, comedians on a podcast and we sell tickets and people show up and they can get drunk here and watch a live podcast essentially, which, I didn't totally get, if I'm being honest, because at the time, I, I, I listened to a podcast or two, but I, I, I wasn't, like, big on them, as well as I didn't know the idea of, like, I didn't totally get the idea of, like, hey, let's put these, you know, at the time, there was, like, six of us around the table, but there was more coming, and, like, the first episode had, like, eight to nine people on it, like, a table five to seven mics I would say five but there could have been more and it was just like rotation and everybody was talking over each other and I was like barely talking because I'm not the type to talk when there's seven people talking like seven people are talking I can't even talk like it's not even you know what I'm saying I'm not talking uh I remember the DJ name was cloudy so then we were like oh we should think of a name blah 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 what we should do and someone there I think it was Adam me and Nick, honestly, who, no, Nick wasn't on the first episode, no, he had to be on the first episode, fuck, I don't know, and there's no way for me to ask anybody, someone, one of us wasn't on the first show, one of the four, me, Nick, Adam, and Lauren, and it was not me and Adam, I know me and Adam were there for the first one, and I honestly think it was Lauren, that's what's crazy, but it could have been Nick, and we decided on the name Cloudy with a Chance of Comedy, which Comedy was the DJ's name, so Adam thought it was funny, so it was kind of just like a play on the words, and we're comedians, so and there's a chance of us even being funny, you know what I'm saying? So, Cloudy, his name was Cloudy, Cloudy with a Chance of Comedy. Yeah, okay, that's what it was. It was so funny, honestly, I like that. Uh, and we did that. We did it there maybe like twice, I remember, maybe three times, but no one showed up because we're fucking nobodies in a town that's really small on the outskirts of Harker Heights. So no one's coming to watch us not do stand-up comedy, nor are they going to come watch us, uh, you know, do podcast, essentially. So it didn't totally make sense then, but 
I'm glad we started it and actually stayed with it because we ended up doing like 17 episodes. The first episode, like I said, was like nine people. The second episode was like five people. And then we went from like two to four people for the next 15, 16 episodes. If I recall correctly, we only did 18 episodes. I was on 17 of them. And then I I left the podcast. That's kind of when, like I said, me and Jay didn't get along near the end of it that's kind of when the group kind of like breaking up a little bit everybody was at high tensions everybody kind of felt I felt like everybody was competing more on the comedy sense than before I don't know where everybody's mindset was or how everybody was feeling back then I do know that certain people would come to me and we'd have conversations about other comedians and and then it 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 ended up always feeling like it was me though it always felt like oh I would say something and then be like, oh, you said this because of this and this guy and this and this. And I was like, well, I'm just saying it because, like, multiple people have said this. And if we're a group, we should be a group. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not... In the end, I think everybody... Certain people thought I was taking control of it. And I wasn't trying to take control of it. Like, other people, we were all, like, in agreement. Hey, this needs to be this. It can't... Like, they, it would be a time where we were going to bars to talk to managers to do it. And there would be four people talking to a bar manager to get a show and we were just like hey we don't need four comedians trying to be funny talking to a bar program so we need one person to go up to the manager maybe two to convince them to give us it we don't need four people to bombard him with the show and then ultimately I wish it didn't end like that because I honestly like the group and the crew and the crew that we had one of the last shows we did together I honestly we did Sean's pub together which was amazing that was a cool place that had like a volleyball pit outside and you can go outside and play volleyball and giant uh, uh, Jenga and shit like that. And and then there was like a picnic stage area that had live music and comedy shows cool. So, I mean, it, I loved it. It was dope. Man, I people ask me all the time now, I'm, I'm now that you guys kind of have a little bit of like a, hey, he was a comedian kind of story, and you can look me up on YouTube if you're listening and want to watch a little bit of my comedy, I honestly haven't watched the videos in a while, I thought about doing like a YouTube video where I watch my old com- comedy shows, just to see if I can like tolerate them or some shit, you know what I'm saying, uh, I don't know if I'm ever actually gonna do it though, that would be cool though. What was my time at? 26.06. I was a comedian, guys. That was, that's, for a while I was. Uh, everybody does ask me. I do get asked a lot if I'm ever going to do it again. I haven't done it in a while. I haven't done it in maybe two and a half years. The last time I was on stage, it was at Blackthorn Pizza. Blackthorn Bar and Grill Pizza Place. I don't even know what all it is. Uh... And they did an open mic night, and it was just I, I wasn't in it at all. I just hated it. it was all, I bombed horribly. I do want to do it one more. You know what I'm saying? I do want to get back in it. I I honestly loved every second of it. I would love to do it again. I would love. I did a show a couple years back called the Black Hearted Comedy Show in Neosho, Missouri, at the Civic Center, Neosho Civic Center, with uh, Hogan Alcorn, Simply Courtney. Billy McFarlane, uh, Adam Wolf, and me, and, and myself, <laughs> and that was probably one of my favorite shows I've ever done in my life, 
only because I put the whole thing on. Like, I designed the flyers, I put it out there, I paid for the venue, I, I, I had t-shirts. I, I don't think I had t-shirts in, actually. I had t-shirts on the second one. The second one that failed. <laughs> if you want to hear about that one, I had a show with Chris Farley's brother, Kevin Farley, in the Ocean, Missouri. I, put on, I tried to put on a second show here. It flopped horribly. Maybe I'll go in more detail in the next episode on that. Uh... That would be cool. Maybe, and, I, and you know what I'm saying? I'll write it. I, I say that like I'm going to, but you know me, I'm probably not. Uh, I'm probably just going to get stoned and forget to do it. I might have a guest on here actually coming up. I was on Zach's podcast. Zach, so I told Zach maybe he should be on my podcast. I think that would be dope. There is a couple of people who want comp podcasts. And I was like, hey, you should try being on a podcast before just to see what it's like. So I might pitch it to them and be like, hey, you should come on mine just to see if you can talk for 30 minutes. I mean, mine's... I only like doing 35-minute podcasts. I love a two-hour podcast. I love an hour podcast. It's just, those are things that I, I probably don't listen to the whole thing right off the bat. You know what I'm saying? That's like if I'm going to work, I'll put it on. And then I'll put it on when I'm heading back home. So it'd take me a day to listen. <coughs> I'm still listening to if Zach, if you're listening. <coughs> Excuse me, everybody. Had to take a hit. Light up and listen, everybody. If you're listening, thank you for listening. Spectacle, testicle, spectacles, wild and weed. For the fifth episode called Cheese. This whole episode we've talked about my stand-up, <coughs> which you can check up on uh, YouTube. I haven't done it in a while, but if you want to hire me for a show, absolutely. And I'll, I'll, I'll bring my heat, you know what I'm saying? I'll get my old <laughs> I'll get my old notebook out, and I'll see what I can do. No guarantees, as always. <laughs> and pay comes up front. Cash money. Or weed. <laughs> oh, if Zach, if you're listening, if you, he told me the other day he's on episode two. He's, he's, he's already started listening, so eventually he'll get to this episode, probably. And... If you're listening, Zach, shout out again to your episode, to your podcast, Zach Attack versus the World, uh, Spotify, iTunes. I don't know what else is on. Uh, however, I am. This is the I have pushed. I pushed play on the sixth episode three days ago. So this is the third day that I listened to it. I'm I am 20 minutes away from finishing the episode, but I stopped listening so I can come record my own episode. And I only have five more minutes left. So, thank you for listening. Let's talk about how I think the world's going to end. Today, actually, I want to talk about this because uh, uh, the, the other day, or today, someone came to me and said that we're going to hit another ice age coming up, and I never thought about that again, but they were like, Josh, do your research. Uh, this, the sun is about to hit a different cycle, and... It's like a low battery cycle, essentially, which the sun is just powering down to charge up for the next 100,000 years or some shit like that. And the last time it happened was uh, the cool down on the planet. That's where that's like how the Ice Age happened or, or something along those lines. Uh, and then he also said, however, in the cycles of the planets, there's also going to be a time within the next couple of years where Earth is surrounded by all the gas planets. Look at that. And that causes a colder planet as well, which is another ice age. So he was talking about that. Now, we, we, now I was talking about modern technology. How would that work with like an ice age? I mean, if we had another ice age, couldn't we kind of prepare for an ice age a little bit? Uh, 
not to get into that, because I honestly never thought the world would end by Ice Age. Or at least I never thought my world would end by Ice Age. I don't know how. I guess that's in my in my lifetime. If the world ends in my lifetime, it guess I could be an asteroid. That's what I think. It, I mean, pieces of moon, maybe. Uh, honestly, I do believe in aliens. Like, I, I, I've never... I don't think I've ever had, like, a full-on I see something alien confirmation. And I wish I could. Like, I've had so many paranormal moments where I'm like, no, I believe in ghosts. Like, I just for sure believe in ghosts. I've been in houses where doors slam. And I felt shit and... Christians have legit, like, told me, I, I, I am a cider, like, I am a person with lots of energy around me who can, it was like, it, it, like, I, I, I'm good at that shit, apparently, I don't know, uh, so I wish it was the same thing with aliens, like, I always look out for that shit, I'm always looking for a UFO, I'm always trying to find the next thing for that, I'm always ready to capture that, so aliens could be, in, uh, an option, however, if I'm being honest, the true, like, my biggest fear for how I think the world would end is either going to be uh, robots, which is true, I'm afraid of that, or overpopulation, which is what is, I think, the truest thing that's going to happen. Robots, because modern technology is advancing so fast that we want robots. Even if you're listening right now and you don't want robots, and because I'm afraid of them, I don't want robots, there are people out there who want robots. So they are coming. It's just, it, you know what I'm saying? Like, look at movies and look at TV. Those are the things that people, or the, the sci-fi books, the, 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 I don't want to call them nerds, but if I'm being honest, when they're kids, they're nerds. When they're adults, they're scientists. Like, you know what I'm saying? You pick on them when they're young, but then you guys, like, look at them. Like, I don't know if anybody picked on Elon Musk when he was young. I'm not saying him, but you, you get this, you get the whole whatever you, whatever you're watching, or what, you know what I'm saying, if they're reading sci-fi, if they're watching uh, Star Wars, whatever, they, they want that, they're going to create it, so the person who, like, grew up looking at robots is now, like, trying to build fucking robots, and they know what they're doing, because they've seen all these robot movies, they, we want iRobot, we want the, we want the servant, self-learning robot who takes care of us, and then there's AI, which is this artificial intelligence, which is like, look at Jarvis on Avengers, or, no, 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 not Jarvis, is Jarvis AI? I don't even know about that. I'm pretty sure Jarvis is AI, I feel like he's AI. However, Ultron is what I meant. Oh, no, no, he's not. Ultron is for sure AI. Uh, but, like, it's self-learning, and look at every single AI. I literally watched a video the other day, which was about like the top 10 AI robots and like six of them were about how the robot thinks humans are bad for the planet earth and that we should be extinct like they need to take over the world and like that and which brings us to overpopulation which is the truth humans are going to overpopulate the world whether it be in my lifetime or the next lifetime or in three lifetimes like if we don't get to mars or moon or something other than that eventually like we will overpopulate look at it scientists say it's like 13 to 15 billion is like the uh, is like the cap and we're like seven and nine i can't totally i don't know the numbers like offhand but like it's like it we are always there's always more there's always you know what i'm saying like we will reach a point where there's too many people on this planet like it it, it has to happen or we get to a point where we're comfortable with death more often and we get like the movie purge you know which is like hey let's 
one night, one night a year, everyone's like to kill everybody, and it would just be like, I literally, I, I, I want to write a movie about. I have this like alien idea movie, uh, which I don't want to talk about the like the movie idea, but in the in the in the future of, in the movie, it comes to a point where we're so overpopulated that death is just like a part of our livelihood now. Like it just has to happen, or we all die because we haven't made it to the moon yet, or we haven't made it to Mars. But we we're at that point where hey, game shows you go in there to die like and people are watching and because we need we need people to die essentially as soon as this happens we're like if we're like 15 let's say 15 billion is the limit to people who 15 billion people that's the most people we can have on earth at 14.5 we're someone's gonna go like hey we might need x amount of people to die but you can't choose people to die you can't just kill people because that's how do we do this oh let's say hey Let's make them incentivize. You know what I'm saying? So anybody who wants to kill themselves will give you X amount of money because money is just virtual. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just, we'll just send you X amount of Bitcoin and then you live on for three three months and then kill yourself in three months. You're going to have X amount of time happiness and then kill yourself. And then all the suicide people who kill themselves. I don't know if I'm trying to get depressing or anything like that. but So that knocks us down 4.5. No, no, we're at 4.5. So 3.5. Maybe there's one million, one million uh, sad people out there. So, boom, we're knocked down a million. But then there's still 13.5. So TV shows and game shows and all like we'll get more like UFC fights that are more like to the fucking death. You know what I'm saying? Like, I even like drew this, drew like a little like dome where it's like four on four, and at first you just see them like get, like fighting, like they're getting ready to fight. But then right when the like the the matches like turn in and then you see them like four on four like it's one on one on one on one onto a giant arena and then you see them like pick up swords or a knife or a shield you know what I'm saying give up like it's Hunger Games but like it's not even like recorded it's a recorded live and broadcasted live but there's also it's like an audience like it's a football game you know what I'm saying like we're gonna get to a point where it's comfortable and people like people have to die like it's just a thing like it's just Maybe there's a, maybe there's like a TV show where it's like, hey, this guy, if you go in this, I thought about this one, so I'm throwing this out there. That's why. I, what's my time? Seven minutes. Oh, dude, I'm at. Okay, I'm gonna talk for two more minutes. I'm gonna get this TV show out, and then. It, so I think the world is gonna die by robots or overpopulation. When we get to a point where death is comfortable, and we're gonna be like broadcasting it out more, like, hey, come on this show, and if. There's a serial killer in this house, and we'll lock you in the front door. And if you can get all the way through the house, you get X amount of money. If you don't, you die. And then the serial killer, because he's comfortable killing people, is just like, he's not, you know what I'm saying? You kind of just go after that, you know what I'm saying? But that's when we're comfortable, you know what I'm saying? Later, 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 later in life. I'm not, I'm not condoning anything at all. Okay, so no one listen to this and be like, oh, this guy's fucked up. No, I'm just thinking like in the future. And I am fucked up. <laughs> but like that's, I feel like it's a possibility. Look at it. Like look in the, look at Futurama. They have like super suicide booths around, around the, around the big cities. People who just like, hey, let's just end it right now. Cause who gives a shit? Overpopulation. Nothing fucking matters. We're going on 40 minutes, 30, 39 minutes and five seconds. I'm ending it guys. This is the longest podcast so far. 
I didn't mean to talk about this, but the comedy went, went I should have ended the puck comedy at 15 like I planned. And it should just continue it later, but I didn't. So who cares? I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoy all of them. Please find me on Instagram. Like and comment on this if you can. I don't know how. I still don't know if you can. Find me on Instagram if you can. It's TSWW Podcast. The TSWW Podcast. Testicle Spectrum. Wallet and Weed. I'm your host, Josh Oldham. I hope you're enjoying it. I hope you're liking it. Light up and listen. Light up and listen with me next week. Tune in. Uh, thank you for listening. My throat is so dry right now, guys. Whew. Cheese, everybody. Cheese.